The following podcast is a Dear Media production. This episode is brought to you by Four Sigmatic, one of our favorite companies, one of our favorite sponsors. We interviewed Taro, the founder, on the show multiple times. This was his second time on the show, and we had to bring his brand on as a sponsor. Four Sigmatic specializes in superfoods, medicinal mushrooms, and adaptogenic herbs, and they make drinking mushrooms and superfoods delicious and easy to do with their mushroom coffees, mushroom superfood blends, and mushroom elixirs. If you're looking for a coffee alternative to switch up your caffeine intake, Four Sigmatic has the blends for you. They're all delicious. Just open a pack and add to hot water. They don't taste like mushrooms. And like always, we have a special offer just for him and her listeners. Go to foursigmatic.com forward slash skinny and enter promo code skinny at checkout for 15% off your entire order. She's a lifestyle blogger extraordinaire. Fantastic. And he's a serial entrepreneur. A very smart cookie. And now Lauren Everts and Michael Bostick are bringing you along for the ride. Get ready for some major realness. Welcome to the Skinny Confidential, him and her. I just believe that mushrooms are a smarter organism than we are. And it's a, it might be a controversial saying. I think when you eat, even just like the lion's mane mushroom, you're eating intelligence. The intelligence is something bigger than we can explain with words. And I think there's so many signals and so many things that we already do that we can't explain with words. But this is definitely like the mushrooms are one of the things that are I struggle explaining their intelligence. But I firmly believe in it. I have to work off my turkey gut. Back from Thanksgiving, too many sweet potatoes, too much turkey, too much tryptophan. But tryptophan must have worn off because I'm wired up. What does your dad say when when your mom says, okay, it's time to say grace? He says, who's grace or grace? <laughs> Real quick. <laughs> Everybody, welcome back to the Skinny Confidential, him and her show. Grace, welcome. <laughs> if you are new to the show, thank you for joining. That clip was from our guest of the show today, Taro Isocopola. Taro is back in the studio for his second interview. The first one was on episode 116. And if you haven't heard that one yet, I highly recommend checking it out. It was one of my favorite interviews, one of Lauren's favorite interviews. Lauren, I think so. And Taro is one of our favorite people. Taro is second time on the show now, like I just said. This episode, we talk about psychedelics and all of our experiences with them, the history of Santa Claus, ghost towns. Yes ghost towns dating and what it's like building a mega brand in a niche category for those of you that are new to the show my name is michael bostic i am the ceo of dear media and the co-host of this show and sitting across from me doing a selfie my lovely wife lauren everts hi i'm lauren everts i'm the creator of the skinny confidential michael's wife and i'm also stuffed from thanksgiving i ate way too much cranberry sauce i always like kill myself with the cranberry sauce and then michael's grandma makes these noodles they're japanese noodles with uh like lettuce and bacon and they're uh, i can't i can't describe it it's so good for those of you that forget or maybe don't know from looking at me i am a quarter japanese my grandma's full that's why she makes japanese noodles she brings them into the Thanksgiving feast. I love them. She, th- those noodles are so good. Hey, you know what you need to do? You need to learn that recipe. Every every woman in my family knows Great, how to Michael, do it. Michael, add that to my I list. I love them, and I can't get them as much anymore because I'm not with my grandma oh, all the time. So poor you. <laughs> listen, God forbid I get one noodle dish from you. You should write a sonnet about it. Um, this episode's really fun because we dropped some major bombs. <laughs> What's well, not that major? No, we talk it's not about... major. It's just like, it's fun. It's light. So let's preface it with this. We talk a lot about psychedelics in this episode and our experience with psychedelics. Yes, that's right. Our experience as well um, as Taros. And I think for anybody that is going to explore the world of psychedelics, one, you have to do it in a very, very responsible setting. Two, in a legal setting, in a place where it's legal. And three, with the right intention. 
and we get into that in this episode. You don't want to just jump into this stuff for the wrong reasons. It's not the right way to do it. We really talk about why we do it once in a while and why we believe there's a benefit in doing it. Um, and it's not for recreational use, right? That's my opinion. Um, and I, I just want to say, by the way, we're not telling anyone to do anything. We're just simply sharing our journey. I think that as an influencer, like my job is to just share what my journey is and not give unsolicited advice. So we're not telling anyone to do anything. Uh, we're not saying you should do this or you could do this. We're saying this is what we've done. Here's our experience. Leave what you don't like and take what you like. You know, what's funny is I was before you showed up to do the interview, Lauren, because you were late. Big surprise. Michael, there. how many times are you going to say that? We, Taro and I were just shooting the shit in my office, which is right next to the studio. And he was like, okay, can, can you talk about that? Would you talk about that? And I started thinking, like, what would we not talk about on this show? Because we talk about everything. I think maybe some of the things we don't talk about is maybe if it's something with, like, personal family that, like, like maybe they don't have a say and can't represent themselves. But anything that touches Lauren and I's lives, we talk about and talk about openly. Yeah, we try to be an open book with you guys and just share our experiences in a super raw, organic way. And again, we're not recommending anything. We're just sharing our journey. Yeah, I can't think of a I can't think of something that I wouldn't want to talk about on this show. I can these. think of a couple things. Do you want me to list them? No, I mean, well, I mean, yeah, maybe list them and let's see if I'll say yes or no. Like that's a fun game. What okay. Okay. What about you trimming your pube hair? I've, I think we've talked. We've about talked it. about that. We've talked about it. That's all you got. That's your. That was your big reveal. <gasps> Taylor, what's something good? I mean, Taylor, our producer, is back there. Okay, Taylor, let's let's do Taylor. Ta no, Taylor's talked about literally everything. Taylor has we talked about how he pissed his pants at a strip club at our wedding. Taylor has talked about how he is a one-minute man. We've talked about everything on this show. I don't think there's anything off limits. At least I can't envision a situation where there would be something off limits, which is why we wanted to talk about this. At the same time, we always want to talk about things that are relevant and not wasting anyone's time. So hopefully, this conversation is interesting to everybody. You know, we've even talked about sex. We've talked about our sex life. We had, we, we talked about everything. Well, we're not going to bring people in the bedroom uh, and do a vlog on you it. You want to talk about sex again? No. All right. Mm -hmm. Don't want to have sex later? Taylor's in the room. All right. Whatever. Guys, let's get that. that that's getting a little creepy. All right, guys. So let's uh, welcome <laughs> Taro back to the show. All right. So we've been talking about mushrooms. Let's talk about boobs. Okay. Let's talk about bras and tanks, but affordable ones. So affordable ones. Honestly, you guys are going to freak out. So I recently had to order a bunch of new sports bras and tanks because I got my boobs done. So I went on Fabletics and everything is just, like I said, so affordable. They have leggings, okay? So you can get a set. There's super, super flattering leggings on their site. Like they have a black tight legging with a big white thick band that I'm obsessed with. I talk about this all the time. I've talked about it like four times on the podcast. You definitely have to check out all their sets. They're so good. They're under $35, which is nuts. And we just talked about babes on a budget. Fabletics is really for the girl who's on the budget, but also for the girl who likes to mix highs and lows and she wants to look cute and she wants to be smart with her money, okay? They have tons of different sports bras. There's like a medley. They have all different kinds, sizes. If you want to push up, maybe you want something that has a lot of support, maybe something a little bit thinner in the strap. All different kinds of bras are on their site. And like I said, you can get a set with it or like a matching tank. It's super fun. All right, so a little background on Fabletics. It was born in 2013, and as you guys know, it was co-founded by actress Kate Hudson. 
Wowie. Anyway, so the founding team noticed a big gap in the activewear marketplace, so they wanted to create this like trendy, stylish gym wear. How Fabletics works is simple and straight to the point. You take a style pop quiz, you shop from thousands of styles, and then you become a guest or a VIP member. VIP perks are up to 50% off regular prices, plus free shipping and additional perks. Fabletics is offering all TSC, him and her listeners, an incredible deal that you guys don't want to miss out on. You get two leggings for only $24. That's a $99 value when you sign up for the VIP membership. Just go to fabletics.com slash skinny to take advantage of this deal. That's fabletics.com slash skinny to get two leggings for only $24. Also grab some sports bras. I'm telling you, you get free shipping on all orders over $49. International shipping's available and there's absolutely no commitment when you purchase your first order. That's fabletics.com slash skinny. Taro Isocopola is the founder and creator of Four Sigmatic, the mega brand making mushroom elixirs across the world, most recently in Sephora with beauty elixirs, pretty amazing. Uh, he's a two-time author, most recently the author of Santa Sold Shrooms, which is a children's book all about the history of Santa Claus and much more. You guys got to dive into that to check it out and really figure out what it is. Great stocking stuffer, great gift for the holidays. With that, let's welcome Taro Isocopola for his second time back to the Skinny Confidential, him and her show. This is the Skinny Confidential, him and her. I want, I want you to tell me about this ghost town because I was, we were talking in the office a little bit earlier, but I want to know what, what, how the fuck did you get involved in a ghost town? So me and uh, a few other people bought a ghost town in California, about three and a half hours away from LA. His name is, the town's name is Cerro Gordo. It's Fat Hill in Spanish. And, um, it's a historic town. There was actually a quote in LA Times saying that LA was built to be the harbor to support this town. It was they mined like five hundred million dollars worth of minerals, mostly like silver, from this town. And then, as the mining industry died out and the minerals were taken away, it became a ghost town. But it's there's multiple books written about it. Like Iron Man, one movie was shot there. Steve McQueen shot a movie. It's like a super historic, amazing town. And then it came on the market, went viral. And uh, a couple of my friends, John Beer and um, Brent Underwood, they were like, we got to get this town. <laughs> and they started, they had a bidding war because it was all kinds of press and media. And we figured out a way. We were not the highest bidders, but we found a way to make the best offer and randomly got the town. And we bought it a few months ago. And now we're trying to make it kind of rebuild the history of that town and make it cool and kind of rebuild some of those buildings but still conserve the history of that town but so okay what so what are you going to do with this town <clears throat> listen i'm all about a ghost town right yeah so as an entrepreneur sometimes you just have to kind of like buy ghost your, towns and try <laughs> trust your gut and you don't have all the answers but something like a rustic luxury you know it's like it's not for everyone it's not mass thing but if you really want to explore real american history and like deep 100 200 year old history and feel the vibe and you don't want to go into a hyatt or a <laughs> some like chain place and you want to have a vacation and totally get out of the system and it's in the mountains it's in almost 9000 feet and be in a nice place that build something like that we want to build a scandinavian spa there maybe a boxing gym and just supply a very unique experience for a small amount of guests will you want to be on mushrooms when you're in this ghost town yeah yes. yeah so like, like when you walk in the ghost town are, are you going to be handed like a little bit of mushroom chocolate or what yes 
But um, they're forcing Matic mushroom chocolate because the other mushroom chocolate is still illegal in in America. So, um, yeah, definitely in order to connect with the nature and connect with the elements, it's it's obviously food and beverages are a big part of it. And there's a saloon, there's an old brothel, <laughs> there's a there's a chapel that we're movie, converting into yeah, a movie so you, theater. You, you had me at brothel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right now that's that's not operational. But anyway, it's like a very historic town and came on the market. And How do you do that with all those entrepreneurs and all those creatives and everyone I'm sure has such a strong opinion and you all come together, like who, do you each get a section or do you guys all give your input or is it voting? Um, yeah, everybody can probably give the feedback, but then somebody needs to be make the final call. And uh, yeah, it's, it's a, basically you start a company. If you have ever want to do real estate, you're probably going to start a new company and everybody gets a slice of that company and that's how it works. But obviously somebody has to make the final call. There's and, probably a general partner. Yeah, there's there's two. John yeah. and Brent are the the main guys, and at the end of the day, they're going to say. But I think ideally, in any kind of partnership, be it uh, even your guys's podcast or anything else, is like you align values, and then the tactics will follow. The like, only thing that I'm bummed about about the ghost town mm-hmm. is that you didn't tell me you were buying a ghost town <laughs> in time to to be part of a ghost town. I think there's still uh, there's still a possibility. <laughs> So don't get any ideas. So Taro's back on the show. You've been gone. I think it's been like how many months since you did this? Maybe six, yeah. six months. Yeah. You're gonna, you have a new book coming out. What else is going on for Sigmatics taking over the world? It's, I see it everywhere. We just saw it at the, um, Sephora event. Lauren saw it at another event. It's in every store. It's worldwide. I mean, it's just exploding. His mm-hmm. book is called Santa sold shrooms. <laughs> How is the inspo of this um, book The children happening? are going to love this. Yeah, I want to know like how this even came to be. Yeah, it's a um, long time coming, almost a decade coming. And uh, I have, sometimes I have these crazy ideas and, and then it uh, takes a while for them to come to life. But it's basically a children's book or adult children's book about the origins of the world's most famous person, Santa Claus. And a lot of people think Santa Claus is like German St. Nicholas, but that's completely not true. So the story is much older than that. And I've told this story at parties uh, many times, and people are always blown away. Like, why does Santa come from a chimney? Or why there's red ornaments on the Christmas tree? Or why do the Christmas presents under the tree or top of a stocking? And nobody knows these things that are actually facts. And... Um, and then I've been wanting to make a children's book um, for a long time. And then last year, last Christmas, New York Times made an animation about this story. I was like, okay, people are ready to hear it. Because it's a wild one. It's not fully PC story. So so what, why, okay, let's, <laughs> let's get into it. Why did, why does he come down a chimney? Where is this guy from? Like, So um, it all kind of dates back. It goes through multiple different cultures, but it all dates back to this semi-nomadic uh, reindeer herder tribe called the Sami. And uh, you guys are going to have the chance to actually meet some of these Sami uh, next year, but on our little trip. But they, they I don't want to spoil all the story to kind of um, let some of the excitement still stay there, but basically Santa was a shaman. And the shaman was a healer, and, but they also had multiple purposes in the cultures. And uh, there's two main holidays in almost any indigenous culture. It's the winter solstice and the summer solstice, when the day is the longest and when the day is the shortest. And the winter solstice aligned with Christmas, and there was all kinds of magic happening. 
So the story of uh, Santa Claus kind of goes back to the Sami people and winter solstice. So why did he go down the chimney? Um, or is that going to ruin the story? We don't, um, we don't want to cut to Okay, the... I'll give you this one. Um, <laughs> so the Sami, since they're semi-nomadic, they live in these teepees, like kind of yurts, slash teepee. So there's a lot of snow. It's very far up north above the Arctic Circle. And there's a hole on the top of the teepee. And because there's so much snow, like sometimes when they're sleeping in this yurt and there's a fire in the center and that's why there's the hole in the top so the smoke can go away, sometimes um, they get snowed in. They can't exit. So there's always a secondary entrance and exit and that's through the roof. And when the Shami, <laughs> Sami shaman would come and uh, do the ceremony in winter solstice, i.e. Christmas time, it would sometimes have to enter through the chimney or through the roof into this yurt. It's the last TP. Can I read this book to my future firstborn? Yeah. Okay, so it's PG for the kids. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's Sami's, uh, the, the Santa's uh, story is, is totally PG. It's, it's just not what people think. And you self-published this book, which is pretty impressive, and I feel like this is happening more and more. You did it through Amazon. Can you talk about how that came to fruition, like how you decided to choose Amazon? If someone's out there that has an idea for a book, maybe like this or maybe something different, how can they start? The reason we're so on point in this interview is because we have Four Sigmatic's new mushroom focus shot. I am telling you guys, this tastes like pineapple heaven, a little bit of mushroom focus. I have talked about how I take uh, Four Sigmatic products for focus, and now they actually have a shot. You can just take it right at your desk at your office. We're all taking it here during this interview, and I am wired up. Okay, but it's kind of like a big deal because you stayed up the other night until 2.30. So let's let's start it at probably 9 o'clock instead of 5 p.m. at night because you were bouncing off the walls. I don't even need coffee anymore. I used to love coffee, but with Four Sigmatic products, I don't have to drink as much coffee and I'm just as focused and just as wired, but I don't have all the jitters and come downs, which is why I love this brand so much. We've talked about it with Tarot multiple times. Mushrooms have so many benefits, you guys. They help with glowy skin. They give you nice nails. They help with weight loss. They're just really, really good for you. There's so many medicinal benefits. So we like to recommend putting some Four Sigmatic in your smoothie. You know that my major thing is taking a hot cup of water and mixing the hot mushroom cacao powder into it and putting lemon in it. There's something about ending the night that way that really just gets me going. Four Sigmatic is adding so many great products to the line. But if you were, Lauren, if you were going to start with one, is that the one you'd start with? I think if you're trying to get off coffee, you should start with the lion's mane. But if you want to wind down at night, I would start with the hot mushroom cacao. I'm like so obsessed with that one that I just go back to it every single time. That's the one that I first got introduced to was the lion's mane, just the straight mushroom coffee. I heard about it the first time on Tim Ferriss' show, and I really trust his judgment. So I had to listen and, you know, go buy that product. And I loved it. And since then, now I'm using the focus shot. Sometimes I just do the straight lion's mane focus. I have done the matcha. Matcha's great, too. You guys, you can't go wrong with all their products. They come in these tiny little packets that you can throw in your handbag. I keep some by my bed. I have some in the kitchen. I have some in my car. They really are gold. There's a reason we brought Tarot on this show multiple times is because he's great the products are great four sigmatic is great i would talk about them if they weren't a show partner i would talk about them for for any reason they're just great products yep and just don't take one of their shots though at 5 p.m at night let's save that for the morning instead of the nighttime because you are bouncing off the walls if you want to be fired up and focused and that late at night then you should 
Guys, you got to check it out. We've talked about it multiple times. If you want to check out Four Sigmatic, go to foursigmatic.com slash skinny and enter promo code skinny at checkout for 15% off your first order. Again, that's foursigmatic.com slash skinny, F-O-U-R-S-I-G-M-A-T-I-C slash skinny and promo code skinny for 15% off your order. Trust me, you will thank us. Their products are great. Yeah, my first book came through a bigger publisher, an imprint of Penguin Random House. And for this book... I decided to self-publish and self-publishing there's like pros and cons so if you want to get your book on Barnes and Noble you want to become a New York Times bestseller you kind of have to go through the publishers traditional publishing yeah, yeah and they're kind of it's a oligopoly so there's like few players the big five uh, publishing houses kind of dominate the space and the bookstores are so afraid or partly of Amazon they don't want to collaborate unless there is a bigger publisher so there's definitely a time and place if you want to work with um a publisher and they sometimes can give you a decent advance but if you don't have a big platform if you're listening and you want to get started and do you truly believe in yourself um, self-publishing is easier than it's ever been plus most of the sales are already on online I mean Amazon is not the only one but it's obviously the dominant what did you say the percentage was well it depends on the books but it could be like 70 80 90 percent of book sales could be coming from Amazon so so if you have a great story, if you, and especially if you are an expert on something specific, so if you're listening and you're like, I know interior design in this Persian fashion and nobody's written a book on how do interior design in the Persian style in the 1700s or I don't know, whatever niche thing is, it's so much easier to go self-publishing and you can actually make more money because when you go with a publisher, you get a royalty and the royalty is very small. Um, Everybody has a different number, but it's a very small. Versus even if you sell a $10, $20 book, you get most of it through Amazon. Amazon takes a cut, and but like at the end of the day, it's a way you can make on a small book way more money if you self-publish. But it's pros and cons. It serves a purpose to go through a publisher sometimes, but for a lot of people probably listening, if you have a dream or if you want to build to become a topic area expert, self-publishing might actually be easier and better than it's ever been. When you have an idea like this and you see the New York Times article that you saw on the cartoon and you're like, I have to execute on this idea, what are the steps that you take to move the boulder up the mountain? Yeah, that's great. First of all, making a book is a lot of work. It's a like a lot. A I lot. think out of everything I've done, it's it's, it's one of the hardest. It's insane. Yeah, so I agree. So the only time, only time to do a book when you have to do a book, when it has, it's like inside of you. And you have to get it out. I don't. I, otherwise, I can't recommend it. It's you can make more money and influence more people and help others and tell your mission so many other ways better than making a book. It, if it's something that you truly want to do, I think the the step one is really really think what are you trying to tell and what you achieved before you start writing. So I think it's the same with starting a business, starting a podcast, whatever. It's like first thing, kind of like pre-production, production, post-production. So pre-production is a, who are you writing to? What is the key message? I really like the hero's journey as as, as a framework uh, for any kind of a book. So thinking, just going through the Campbell's hero's journey model and kind of thinking of how to tell the story and how to uh, phase it out. But then you actually write it and then the editing is, <laughs> it's a lot of work. So that's editing process. I highly recommend using people who are experts. So um, get someone, pay someone to do the book cover and to make the edits because 
at, at the end of the name, name of the book, the book cover, and how well it's executed is a huge part, especially if you self-publish. You don't want to look like an amateur. So work with professionals. They're not that expensive. There's a couple of networks that have people in the in the book space um, that can you can use as a resource. So there's a lot of people who have professional editors that you can hire for not that much money to go and check out the book. I want to talk to you a little bit about time management because you're still, you know, very heavily involved with Four Sigmatic. And like uh-huh. I said, you guys are fucking everywhere. Uh, how do you find the time as the head of an organization to actually take the time now to write a book? Because most authors are just that. They're professional authors. They do most of the time they do just that. Right. But for you, you're running an organization. You're running a team. You're involved in a company. How do you also find the time to write? I just saw uh, Ram Das talk. And uh, if you're not familiar, he's like uh, quite a significant uh, spiritual thinker and he lives in Hawaii and somebody asked him is like what is the most important thing these days and he said close your TV and uh, that's I think the step one is really to think what's priorities in life and we spend a lot a lot of time on things that are like activities that don't add value so it doesn't have to be TV or Netflix but it also could be all kinds of other things that we could just kill time so just figuring those hours first that's kind of the low hanging fruit is if you truly passionate about anything and you want to learn more about it, go and listen to these podcasts and learn from them. And especially podcasts, it's like we talked last time. It's so good because you can do it while you drive or you walk or you do other things. But just use the time that you have more intelligently. So, and the other one is when you have a company is obviously hiring great people and, and training them to do to be better than you. Most of my employees are smarter than I am, so like they're doing a better job than I could do. So, but it just takes a while to find those people and train them. And then finally, I actually think writing is not that time consuming. The problem is to get to that groove. And I think that's probably true oh. for a lot of stuff. Because oh. once so you get right. going, once you get going, then it flows out. Yeah. It flows out. It just comes out because it's inside of you. The problem is like, so. I'll give another anecdote, like love, like people say love is hard, but like when it is right, it's right. It's just like finding the right situation when it's right. Writing is very similar than, than loving or caring is, in my opinion, is that it just needs the right circumstances. You can't pursue love, you can't pursue writing, it has to ensue, like you have to have the circumstances. For me, it means like inspiration, usually it's nature. Like this book I went to, my best friend has like this remote island in Finland, and I went there without internet to kind of finish the book. That'll get you inspired. Yeah. We were like naked for like a week <laughs> in the Finnish archipelago and went to the sauna twice a day, ate, and just wrote. So that was like one way to do it. But you, I think I need interrupt, uninterrupted time. So computer, phone, they're all like really not good things. And you start to procrastinate really easily. Like that's the one thing when you have to write. If so, you have the distractions I, around you. When I write a blog post, I will literally wait until 12.01 at night, until it's the next <laughs> day to write it. And yeah. Michael's like, why are you up in bed writing? And I will wait until the last minute because I feel like I have to wrap my head around it. Yeah. So I, I guess one thing that helps me get to the groove is just start and write something. I kind of write whatever. And then you kind of get going. Like the first few chapters are the hardest. So... But again, to write the book, you need I, I needed uninterrupted time. I needed good employees um, to take care of stuff while I was writing. And then I think you just need to kind of set the circumstances that make you get the work done. How long did it take you to write the book? Um, it's kind of hard to calculate because like 
like a lot of a lot of time but it's hard to calculate because there's so much time is that procrastination waiting and also right? like getting perspective wrapping your head around it that's all part of it as well yeah totally it's 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 yeah it's hard hard to say how long it took so well, when you when you, sorry go ahead Lauren. i was just gonna say no you can go first because mine's a little no i was gonna say so are you so when you're starting to write is there a ritual or a pre-ritual or something you do to get in the headspace or something yeah, I personally write the best early in the morning or late at night. Like, I don't know why, but middle of the day is really, really hard to write. I I start writing by listening to really, like, energizing music. So I listen to, like, Klitsch Mob. It's like a band. I was just like... <laughs> but once I get the groove, I want the music out. But in the beginning, I just want, like, energy to get me going. I definitely use all kinds of energizing, focusing beverages, like, different, like chocolate tonics with mushrooms and all kinds of stuff which which one are you going towards though out of your products lately i've been using matcha when i write um just because i've been like i've been needing that but i also love all kinds of cacao based like cacao is a fun like it gives you a little bit of a perk but not too much i'm obsessed with the hot spicy cacao that you guys have i drink it i drink it at night is that okay if that's fine with your body, that's fine with your body. I like it at night. Yeah. So you do it. the cacao or the matcha. Do you do it with almond milk or water? Uh, mostly water. Water. Yeah. You don't I even don't. need to with your products really use almond milk, huh? No, not really. I, I mean, want... sometimes I put a splash because I might, whoa, I mean, water kettle is too hot. So I almost like to cool it down. But no, I don't, I really need almond milk. I sometimes add lemon. That's smart. It's You so know, good. there's actually a... Pretty classic, but if you drink coffee and you struggle with coffee, um, try adding lemon. Like it's, it's. I think it's called a narrow coffee, like the, I think the Roman Empire. But that acidity adds a little bit. Sometimes you go to Italy and they give you like a slice of lemon on the side. But it's like yeah, something they got to figure try. it out. Yeah. yeah, a little lemon. I'm telling you. Yeah. So the last time we had you on here, we were joking around a little about psychedelics. We've had Aubrey mm-hmm. Marcus on here talking about psychedelics. Since then, Lauren and I have, let's say, how did you say this? We've expanded our horizons. (laughs) We've tried psychedelics. Yay. Multiple times We've wanted to talk about it on the show for a while. We want to talk about it with the right person, though. Yeah, but we want to talk about it with the right person and, like, dissect. And we all said, Tarot's a fun guy. (laughs) Yeah. Taking your joke. We'll, We'll talk about it a little bit more, but I wanted to talk about, I guess, a broad experience for those that are thinking about psychedelics. Sure the best entry point and then I, I guarantee this part of the conversation will go into a lot of places but i just want to get your take on like if someone's thinking about it and getting started where they start with the disclaimer that yes we know it's illegal here in america you might have to go somewhere else and by the way uh this santa book is around a mushroom called amanita muscaria which is legal in every state except luciana and that's ah. a psychedelic and that's a spoiler as well ah. so so Christmas is based on part psychedelic mushroom. But to answer the question, there's many kinds of psychedelics. Rule one is definitely you need to do your research. Like do not take, if somebody gives you in a party or somewhere, like take this, like do not start that way. Kind of like having losing your virginity at like blackout drunk with a guy you don't know or girl you don't Sounds know. Sounds like Michael's experience. <laughs> was, that, was that the case? I, I haven't heard The guy story. was really nice. No, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. He was kind. Yeah, he was well, kind. that. That makes it better. A you know? little sore, but... You yeah, know. Uh, fair. Fair enough. So... <laughs> I agree, yeah. You I, just you just don't want to start that way, you know? I think it's true for anything. You just want to do a little bit of background research. So as far as psychedelics, they are, they are like the black belt. The black belt of mind expansion. So they're not the only way to expand your mind. There's so many other ways. So think of like journaling, breathing, talking with your friends, going to see a therapist walking in nature, traveling alone. Those are all great ways to learn more about yourself. 
So there's so many ways to embark on your personal development growth journey. The, what is different about psychedelics versus, let's say, breath work, which are all both awesome, is that breath work is like surfing. You go and paddle out into water. You wait for a wave. The wave might come, might not come. Sometimes you don't catch any wave. Then your wave comes. You might not catch it or other person catches it. If you catch it, you don't know how long it is. Psychedelics are more like snowboarding. You go with a lift on top of the mountain and you're going to come down. And you're going to come down rolling or beautifully riding. That's a different conversation. You might break your leg or you might not. <laughs> so, But the experience is guaranteed. The yep. experience is guaranteed. There's no, there's no judo move or a Zen master who's going to avoid that experience with that right dosage. So that's po both a positive thing and a negative thing. So, I'll tell you my experience with it because, I, sure. like I said, it's a novice, right? Yeah. Does everyone do this to you? They're like, let me tell you my experience. I bet everyone does this to <laughs> no, you. But I, I think if you're, at a, if you're at like an expert level and a very high understanding of all of the psychedelics, right? Like yeah. I, I would say that about you. Um, and then someone like me who's just entering that arena. For me, like I've tried all the breath work. I've done a lot of journaling, the meditation, mm -hmm. talking, all that stuff. And it's fine. I'm somebody that's so internal in my head that I needed something to unlock. And I don't know how to explain it other than that. When, when I, when we had our experience, it unlocked something in my mind where immediately I was able to make a million different connections, not that many, but a, a lot of different connections to figure out why I thought the way that I did. And it helped me with a ton of breakthroughs, right? Lauren and I, for our relationship, we had some of the best conversation we've had in years, just being able to like, maybe set your guard down a little bit and say, okay, I can understand why this you feel this way or why this point of view is important to you or why this thought pattern is important mm -hmm. to you. And so it was just the unlock that enabled me to problem solve at a really high level. He also was incredibly patient, which is rare. He's a pretty impatient person. So mm -hmm. well, that for was certain interesting. Things, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. So actually what we know, so there's many kinds of psychedelics. Let's just narrow it down for psilocybin. So magic yeah. mushrooms, the most common version of magic mushrooms, which are, completely legal in America, you should not do them here. But if you're somewhere where they're allowed and you're exposed to that experience, what we know about them right now- Which is, we were. Yes, so if we, if what we know about it now is, but let me get another anecdote, is like when you're a child, your all your neural pathways are kind of open. So think of all your pathways in your brain, like every road in America, like they're all open. You can drive anywhere. You can go every side road, back road, highway, you can go anywhere. But in physiology, there's two kind of main rules. One is survive. Every living being, first rule is that they need to survive. Once they've survived, the second step is that they try to conserve energy. This is the same for any living being, basically. So as a child, the neuropathways you don't use kind of get blocked. And um, what is now proven with these brain scans is that a person who's taken psilocybin accesses these roads that they've not accessed, maybe since they were a child. So there's still so much more research to be made and we're trying to figure out, but they've already proven that literally you think outside the box and certain blockages or neuropathways, this thing called neuroplasticity, you can kind of expand into new ways of thinking literally. So what you're explaining totally makes sense based on science. Right? You can make connections. For me, it was making connections that I couldn't make without it. And I don't, I don't know how to say it any other simpler than that, in a simpler way than that, that it was just like, wow, like it was so powerful almost like you know things that were stressing me out or things that were depressing me or things that were making me anxious immediately solved so so the tips to your original question what are the rules first do your research you know talk to people read books about the topic secondly do the base work get your white belt purple belt brown belt by journaling and you know talking and breath work and meditation and yoga and other things before embarking on that 
And then third one is do it in a space where you feel comfortable and safe. Um, that is a big one. I think that might be one of the biggest ones. That's the biggest Because your, your senses will get heightened. Your uh-huh. pupils will get dilated. You will be like, your brain will start racing in a way. And that can go also negative if you're not comfortable where you are. I don't really believe in like bad trips per se, but they're challenging. So you want to be somewhere where you're comfortable with among people you trust in a place where you're safe and where you feel like you can let go and have this experience. So I think that's uh, really We important. had two different, very ex- uh, different experiences. One was on a boat in Croatia in the middle of the ocean with people that we trust laughing, having the best time, so open. I connected lots of dots for my business and my family and just my life. Then we had another experience. Big mistake. At a concert setting. Big mistake. We did it, decided to um, eat chocolate mushrooms at a concert and it was not More like good. a festival setting. So the problem is you had so many different personalities coming out of you know, nowhere and interacting. Uh, for some you reason, feel I feel... Energy. I not, literally was just going to say I can see people's energy on it. And it's not always an energy you can escape. And it's not and, always a good energy. No, not at all. So I think... And there's many opinions about this, but I think it just creates more of you. Some people believe that the experience you're having with psychedelics is outside of you, but I think you just get more of who you are. You just, your senses get heightened. You can sense people's energy and true intentions a lot better um, and more precisely, but it can also be something you're not ready to see. You see someone's, so you just want to be around people you're comfortable with. And I do not recommend recreational use, especially starting with recreational use is really, really not a great idea. Yeah. Like starting with like you're at some raging party and people, it's, it, it, Whenever I, whenever my friends ask me about it now, I say like that's not the right way. I feel like you want to get out somewhere, maybe in nature, or in a in a place where you can think and be with your own thoughts. It's not something you want to do. I mean, maybe later you could party with it, but it's not something that you do for that. It's something that you no. do to maybe heal yourself or make connections. And, and don't combine million things together. Don't do a cocktail. So don't have alcohol. Don't smoke weed. You know. We had a little bit of wine, but it, when you take the chocolate mushroom, it does make you not want to drink anymore. Yeah. And I think that's telling. Yeah. So. It is telling. You're yeah. right. You kind of just don't. It's not for you. Everything becomes more beautiful, too. Like, the stars are Disneyland. Yeah. The colors are so plush. So, um, this mushroom on the book Amanita has been in multiple, like, Alice in the Wonderland and Disney. And when you start to look at some of this creative stuff that has come around all these years, also a lot of music stuff, it all starts to make sense that some of these creatives might have been consuming mind-expanding Give substance. examples of who you're talking about. Um, well, I mean, Alice in the Wonderland, Snow White. Start looking at some of these things and there's dancing mushrooms and Alice obviously like psychedelics and Super Mario taking a mushroom and becoming stronger. And there's all these, I think, signals and signs that... I don't think they're a coincidence. When we go to Finland with you, yes, Taro's taking us to <laughs> Finland with Four Sigmatic. Are we going to try this mushroom that you keep referencing? Um, I don't think. Well, we'll see. I'm not. I'm this. This one is uh is 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 not a big. It's not a beginner mushroom. It's a very. It's a GABA agonist. It's it's not. It's it's not like psilocybin. It's it's a. I say that. When you take it, you're going to see laughing war snakes and, you know, these turtles that are going to come and attack you and all kinds of stuff that are is a very different experience than you probably had in Croatia. See, I think that's boat. what people – here's the thing. I think people are very scared because <laughs> yeah. they 
They they, so that. that's a very advanced yeah. mushroom, right? They, I think people think that that's what every experience is. And I will tell you, everyone, that the, I don't see any laughing turtles. If, or, if you just want to be <laughs> felt up by a mushroom and, and not like go all the way, what would you recommend? Again, I can really recommend blindly psychedelics to everyone in every situation. I don't think any of us can. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like you just need to have a healthy respect for these substances and understand that this little thing, this little tiny little thing, will change everything in your life for four hours or so. Or in some substances, it could be eight hours, 12 hours. So just having healthy respect for that. Um, but what I can say is that definitely Amanita muscaria, that is like the Christmas Santa Claus mushroom versus psilocybin, is, the Amanita is a lot darker and that's not really recommendable for most people, even though it is legal and you could have it, but I can recommend it. Do you, do you actually go and this is where I'm confused. Do you go and actually pick the mushrooms when you're in Finland and take the mushrooms from the ground and We're going eat them? foraging one. Yeah, but I, are they all magic mushrooms? Like, I don't under... That's not what all, I don't no, get. No, not all of them, but the, this this one is, and it grows in a lot of places. And um, yeah, and you then you pick them and you dry them. And How do you know which ones are which? Oh, that's the thing is like, you can't really on a podcast right now explain... You, just, it's a, like you don't want to send somebody out there to just no. start grabbing mushrooms out of the Also, floor. for example, this Amanita muscaria, it has two cousins. Um, the other one is called Death Cap, and the other one is Destroying Angel, which are both not like a nice names. And the reason being is that almost all m- mushroom-related poisonings and deaths are related to these two mushrooms. So you really got to know, and this one family in particular, um, you got to know. With psilocybin, it's, it's a different case. But like with this one, definitely like do not pick it in nature. What's your personal favorite? Not that you're recommending anything, just what's your personal favorite? First of all, I would say that once you start to explore some of these substances, you realize that there are stacks. There's stacks that like benefit. So for example, there's a culinary and functional completely legal mushroom called lion's mane that supports brain function. So that's that's what we're drinking. That's what we're drinking in the shop. Yeah. That's the one I always talk about too. That I had to get some work done, and I just I just use your lion's mane. Stuff so and combining that with um, psychedelic might be an interesting experience if you want to go a little deeper. When we talked about it before we started recording. Is like also empty stomach during the day. I actually think that if you want to drink alcohol, or take psychedelics. Like don't do it at night necessarily. Like day. First thing in the morning, empty stomach is is the jam and being nature. I made a little bit of a mistake the first time I ever tried mushrooms. I went to the bowels of the ship and looked in the mirror. (laughs) Yes, that is actually so common. Uh, Sometimes looking at your partner or a dog or yourself in a mirror is maybe not the way to start, you know, because, yeah, that would actually be that that's probably on a rocking boat generally people have a very positive experience with psilocybin it's like a happy mushroom generally that's like anecdotal evidence says that it's like happy fun going but that's maybe the one where people usually get pretty thrown away if they look in the mirror i don't know how to say this right but maybe it's it's also going into it with the with the right intention yeah right yeah you gotta have a question or a blockage or situation so I'm going to go a little vulnerable, but uh, a few years ago, uh, my girlfriend cheated on me and it was like really hard to forgive her because, you know, I felt hurt and also I felt like, can I trust the next person, right? And I used in that situation, I I used psilocybin as a way to kind of look at the situation differently, kind of having a new angle because I was stuck. And in that experience, I saw her like childhood and all the ways how, you know, give all the difficult things she had experienced and through that experience I was 
beyond fine to, you know, forgive her and understand that what she's gone through has also been tough. So, so, so it gave so, you empathy. Yes, it definitely gives you empathy. You accept thing, difficult things like death. Like that's a very common thing that a lot of people explain when they have these is they somehow deal better with death, life and death. The other theme is like unities. Now we're all one. We're all going to, you know, we're all going to die, but also we're kind of all part of this living organism from, so it's usually fun when you like see, start to see trees breathe or the sky talking to you or animals come to life and all that stuff. You kind of realize that we're all part of this bigger mechanism. It's easy to make everything about ourselves. But then having this empathy of this unity and being one is one of the common themes that most people experience. Do you see people abusing mushrooms or is it just not oh, one of beyond. those things? Yeah, yeah, beyond. So mushrooms, it's like psilocybin, they're safe. They're non-addicting forming. So that's why I actually think that the loss will change sooner or later because they're non-addicting forming. There's so many other psychedelics and drugs that are kind of kind of nasty. For example, I had knee surgery and I had morphine given to me and that's that's a whole nother like those central nervous system drugs, they're like, you realize how people, opiates, like how people can get um, addicted to it. My mom had a hip surgery and she was given tons of opiates and like, that's really dangerous stuff. But with mushrooms, they're non-addicting forming. They actually like you build tolerance. So if you have one today, you should not have tomorrow. Actually, like you're not going to feel the effects. So the mushroom is going to tell you is like, you can't have it two days in a row or you have to go so much more higher in the dosage to feel the same thing. So almost most people who have that experience don't want to take it again immediately. Like it almost tells you... You want a little break. You want a break. You want to process what you just had because it's kind of a life-changing experience. So... It uh, also doesn't make you hungover. It does not. Yeah, that is true. How did we get here? There was a question. <laughs> Should I ask myself that every day? <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying, I, you don't see a lot of people abusing mushrooms. Oh, yeah. So even though they're not addicting forming, you can still abuse them. You can abuse a lot of healthy things and... Like people go to Bikram yoga every day. It like then it becomes like goes beyond even like a lot of healthy eating. A lot of people who eat it really healthy, too healthy, and then they kind of get actually sick. So the same thing with these psychedelics, you can definitely abuse them. So um, I think a lot of indigenous cultures and people, multiple generations, kind of use them two to four times a year. You know that might have been a more healthier way to use them, maybe. Do you always eat them or are there other ways? Yeah, there's so many ways. Some of them don't taste that great. So a lot of people enjoy like chocolate. So we make this completely legal mushroom chocolate and I have to love to gift it to people and just say like start with a quarter and they think it's psychedelic even though it's just like shiitake mushrooms and reishi and chocolate. And they're like, what? Is that what this is? Yeah. So chocolate is a common way. It's, um, the other one is tea. The tea absorbs a little faster, but the chocolate tastes great. And that's might maybe easier for a lot of people is through a chocolate, but you could use it in a liquid. I'm trying it now. Go for it. That's like Ecuadorian heirloom cacao, 81% with 10 mushrooms. Well, for me, like I've never really understood the recreational side of a lot of things. Like I, I drink once in a while, um, yeah. but I've never understood like chemical yeah. compounds and rec for recreation. Like I get that a lot of people have problems. A lot of people use it as viruses, but for me, I never really understood the benefit of it. So I never mm -hmm. got into it. But with this, like firsthandly, I could say there was a lot of growth that took place with, with me and within me from this experience for sure. And things that I couldn't get through for maybe like a year or two, I was able to. Yeah. I mean, not everybody's going to agree with what I say. I just believe that like nature is smarter than what we are. And sure, you can create a lot of isolated substances, including psilocybin compounds that are isolated in the lab. I just believe that things that are natural are better. 
By the way, LSD is also um, was originally derived from this type of fungi, ergot alkaloid. So, also that's kind of in the same kinda in the same kingdom. But um, I'm also not a fan of uh, so I'm not a fan of um, recreational use. Or you got to be really careful with that. I think that's completely different. And I prefer this kind of more natural things versus some of the more um, synthetic. By the way, we all have this psychedelic. A compound called DMT in our body and it's in every food. It's just on a lower dose. I was going to ask you about that. We all have a psychedelic inside of us also, which is kind of trippy. I've all the never time. felt so sharp, so witty, so clear than I have when I tried mushrooms. Like I was, I was on fucking fire. <laughs> or Michael. at least you thought you were. <laughs> no, I was. I was, yeah. Michael. I know. Don't, it does like, heighten the senses. I was, it does. I felt like I was, everything was just quick. Like yeah. quick, quick, quick. I felt like I accessed a part of my brain that I didn't have access to almost. Like it almost felt like there was like a stick blocking a passage and the stick was removed and the water could flow. There's one of the largest companies in the world. Their former main person, quite public figure, has told me that every time they had a big problem in strategy, they would take psychedelics before making a decision. How many of your uber, uber, uber successful friends try, like, do mushrooms, like, microdose? It's, it's uh, so the microdosing is a new thing. It's more trendy. But it's it's insanely, insanely popular. Yeah. Uh, it's insanely popular right now. It's almost, like, to the point when I'm, like, I'm trying to, I'm, like, the anti-psychedelic guy now. I'm, like, telling everybody, like, you've got to be careful. Because it's become such a thing. They're, like, popping it, like, Adderall or something like that. But... I, one of my quotes I love is from Steve Jobs. He said, if you haven't dropped acid, you'll never understand Apple. So, I mean, there's so many, there's so many. Wait, so I've never tried acid. What does that have to do with mushrooms? Is that like it's a, a different, it's a different type of a psychedelic. But the point maybe being what I, I think what he went after is just having those, you know, creative life-changing moments through these substances that to understand the depth of whatever he wanted to create with Apple. But to answer your question, incredibly popular yeah. among successful people. And I could see why. I mean, like I said, there's certain things that you maybe need a little help to work with. Who's, who's the one that, is it Joe Rogan that always says that he believes that we're just monkeys that basically ate a mushroom, one of them got smarter? And yeah, that's evolved? like a very common a theory common called thing? the Stone Ape Theory. It's basically like, it's not Joe's, it's much older. But the, the point being is that we evolved from monkeys to more higher evolved conscious beings through these psychedelics. It's very, there's multiple variations of it, but it's a very common theory. So the psychedelics are mushrooms, LSD, acid, DMT, and ayahuasca? Yeah, so ayahuasca is technically is DMT. But there's there's other ones. There's cactus, like San Pedro cactus has this other uh, psychedelic compound some i mean you could argue weed isn't there like something from a toad yes that's uh 5-meo dmt so that's like that's like the rocket ship of old rocket ships out of all the things that you've <laughs> tried have you tried all of those uh no I, there's actually so many compounds now and there's like designer variations of like plsd and there's all there no i have not and like i said i'm not that fan out of like philosophic reasons for some of these more man-made isolate compounds. So the answer is no. And do you, you like mushrooms the best out of all of them? I just, I just believe that mushrooms are a smarter organism than we are. And it's, it might be a controversial saying, I think when you eat even just like the lion's made mushroom, you're eating intelligence. 
the intelligence is something bigger than we can explain with words. By the way, we can explain a lot of stuff with words. So like when you meet someone, the, the saying is that they don't remember what you said, they might do how you made them feel. And I think there's so many signals and so many things that we already do that we can't explain with words, but this is definitely like the mushrooms are one of the things that are, I struggle explaining their intelligence, but I firmly believe in it. So they are pretty awesome okay, overall. If you were to marry a mushroom, which one are you marrying? <laughs> Last time you, was like, you asked me what, was, what I'm going to name my child after these mushrooms yeah, now, yeah, yeah. is that which mar- mushroom to marry? Yeah. I think Rishi, it's the queen of all mushrooms. It's like very nurturing, caring, stress-reducing, very motherly. Who Uh, are you having sex with? Cordyceps or cordyceps. Why? Because, you know, they're fun. You know, they're like, they're hot. It's a good time. They're hot. You know, they're like fire. They're like, let's get it done. It's like, it's, yeah. That's what I call Laura, my little little cordyceps. Who's the smartest? Uh, Yeah, uh, Lion's Mane or Psilocybin, I guess. Okay. And who are you going to date? Um, I just don't, to take just on gonna a kind date. of date all of them, right? Yeah, you date, date all of them. Yeah, I don't know. I guess so. They're all, or they're all. <laughs> they all offer something. Yeah, they all offer something. <laughs> so you should name your kids after after this. Each one. Yeah. yeah. So Santa sold shrooms. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's out. It's a passion project, and um, we'll be interested to see what people think about it. But it's definitely kind of a curveball. Santa it's, sold shrooms. Tarot sold shrooms. Yeah, it's like uh, yeah, it's a children's book that is also great for adults with beautiful illustrations that talks the story where does Santa Claus come from I think a lot of people don't realize why we celebrate various holidays and I think it will be really useful for us to figure out why do we celebrate Thanksgiving Halloween when you know like and obviously Christmas or Santa Claus is like arguably the world's most famous person beyond any religion or culture people celebrate Santa so I think it's pretty useful to figure out who he was. What do your parents think of you? Do they just look at you and beaming ear to ear? I mean, they must be so proud of you with your product line and you being in Sephora and you got your ghost town and your truck and your book. I mean, oh, the, the shroom bus. I forgot about yeah, the shroom bus. But the, the, the beauty of, at least from my case, my parents, and I don't know if you can relate, is in a perfect way, they don't care. Like, amazing like in the like the sephora doesn't really matter like they're or, not surprised either yeah and there's certain things that they're more proud than others and they get really excited like my first book that was the healing mushrooms that was like information book about mushrooms and cookbook like that was my mom was like so stoked about that but in a way they don't care which that's is the, the best that is the best they're you, they're they're not impressed but they're not, not not in a bad way in a way that keeps your yes. ego at you, bay you want people around you that for better or for worse like don't care like they do, they care at the ultimate level to the point where some of these things don't matter. And I think we all need people like that around us to keep you humble. Yeah, humble, but also like, like you. They're just there for you. Yeah, it's like it's not, not because of anything that you're not, doing. Not positive or negative. They just like remind you. At least like just me being around people I grew up with reminds me like who I am. Whatever happens, good or bad. My dad always tells me, "Don't read your own press clippings." Yeah. I mean, in many ways, that is that is a good advice. I think you should still, from the eyes of the internet, like you should know what, <laughs> what has been said. But yes, that, that can be, that can feed the ego a lot uh, or hurt the ego. Either way, I don't think necessarily leads into better decisions. What do you think they're going to say after this interview? Well, that, the thing is, I, I actually, I, 
so I haven't actually about said about all this. of us. I, have, I actually haven't said this in, in any interview, but I think this is probably the greatest thing I ever created is the Santa Soul Shrooms, and beyond anything, I'm excited to see how people react because I think it's kind of like a test, a little bit. I'll give like, it to my firstborn named Rishi. Yeah. Yeah. I have. What do Michael think about this, <laughs> this naming, naming convention right now? How do we, we always get into children's names? Yes, it is a theme. Why do you like? Why are you so curious? Are you still single? I oh, am. I was gonna start blushing. Oh yeah. So yeah. So this happened uh, after I came on this podcast, and you totally set people to DM me. A lot of people DM me, and it got so overwhelming that I decided to go on a dating detox. So. <laughs> God, I overwhelmed you. So she overwhelmed you so much that you stopped dating because of her? Yes. I... <laughs> you know. So the answer is yes. And it was very overwhelming. And it was like, you know what? You, you... <laughs> I feel like it's going to get, it's going to happen again now. Because now you're, now if you're playing hard to get, it's going to yeah. get even worse. Uh, the yeah. ladies love that. I don't know about that. Now you got a ghost town too. And a children's Yeah. Park. Oh yeah. The, the ghost town is really, women really want to go into the mountains in a ghost town. That's really a selling point. Tarot will come and haunt your dreams, ladies. Yes. This is what you need. Okay. Okay. Tell this me. is what I think. Educate. By the way, almost every time a woman has given me advice, they're right. But it's like for men, it hurts first. Like it, it like stings you a little bit. It hurts the male ego, but then women are right. So I'm really curious to hear what you're saying. I think you need, after having long form <laughs> conversations with you, someone that, that likes you for you. Mm-hmm. Fuck the ghost town. Fuck the product line. Fuck all, all the other things. You want someone and to go to you know? shrooms naked with and <laughs> go to, a, 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 like you said with your friend, someone that just likes you for your energy. Yeah. And how, how do, do you I know? Because your whole business is based off energy. No, but how do you, how do you as a, as a guy or girl, if you're, if you're dating someone? Um, oh, how do you, how do you pick do you up on fi- it? Yeah. Like what's the pick- filter process? Yeah. What's the filter process? Here's what you do. For men or women. Doesn't you matter. You go in nature. Mm-hmm. You take shrooms with her on the first date. First date. And you see the energy. Wow. Or you could just That's line people up and just see the energy. That is pretty hardcore, Lauren. I don't that know. is hardcore, yeah. No, how you know is is it's a feeling, it's an energy. And I feel yeah. like you have based your entire business off energy and you can pick up on it. And maybe you felt that some of the people that reached out to you were reaching out for the wrong intention. Maybe. Maybe they were for the right intention. Maybe it was just They just saw a tall, blue eyed, good looking blonde. Don't dude stop like, it now, Michael. Like, ready yeah, to just yeah. jump jump in head first. Yeah. No, but intention's important. People can feel it. Mm-hmm. That's what I like so much about my mushroom experience is I could feel people's intention and see their energy. And some people's energy, I was like, get away from me. Mm-hmm. One person in particular, a guy came up to me and I couldn't run away fast enough. I was like the copper tone baby with my, he was like the, the dog pulling my underwear back and I was running away from the sky because his energy was so, I don't know, toxic to mine. I don't know. It just didn't mix. Yeah. So I feel like so you need a you girl. about just, Michael? Yeah. I learned a lot of things about Michael. She learned that I can pull I, that underwear pretty hard. <laughs> no, I learned that you um, you were really open on shrooms. I was impressed. Your cortisol was down. You weren't as um, impatient. And you were open. Sometimes you're not the best listener. You were a good listener. Yeah. But most of all, it's, I, I had such a good time laughing. I was mm-hmm. I was tired the next day from laughing. Yeah. Sometimes the face hurts because you laugh so much for hours. I could, it sucked your energy almost. Yeah, and that's, that's why I think like you're not interested in doing it again the next day or the day after. You're not like the first idea is like, let's do that again. You're like, wow, that was wild. Like I need 
time to you're not chasing something definitely not that's what i like about it definitely not you're like okay wow that was interesting i need like time to talk about it as well that's the kind of girl you want to meet that kind of girl (laughs) yeah i guess so. you don't have to chase it it's just it's just is this just happens yeah it just happens He's I gonna love, get some people chasing him. I love I love giving guys advice. <laughs> right, Taylor? We need it. We need it. <laughs> for sure. Taro, that was so fun. Where can everyone find your book, your Instagram, your product? It's like not the Instagram. This time. Yeah, let's leave the Instagram out. Um Santa Salt Shrooms, Amazon. That's that's probably the easiest. Guys, it's such a cute book. If you especially have kids, buy it. But I just think it's a great book to have in your in your holiday collection. Oh, it's a, it's an amazing gift. By the way, if you wanna yeah. if you wanna have the most unique, crazy gift this year, this is this is the, probably the thing. Like you're gonna, it's I think it will cause a lot of chuckle. So if you do White Elephant or Secret Santa, and you pull out Santa Soul Shroom's book. I think uh, you'll win some. Can points. you make like a kit? So with the kit would come like the mushroom chocolates, and then a, like I'd, like another a mushroom idea. with it. Like let's do a kit. You gotta make the Christmas give... or the the Hanukkah or the Christmas. Yeah, kit. let's you make all... a, a secret shroom kit. Okay. Um, yeah, that's a great idea. We should have. Why didn't we figure that out? Um, Kylie lip kit. Do you, but what, what do you? Shroom kit. <laughs> yeah, shroom kit. Okay. So my friend Erin makes these handmade mugs in Venice and. She made these few of these Amanita mugs. I have a few at home. So we'll gift it to some listeners. What do you want them to do? We'll send them a book, a mushroom chocolate, and a, a mug and something. What do you... All you guys have to do is go to mine and Four Sigmatic's Instagram yeah. and put in your favorite part of this episode, and Taro will gift you some badass goodies. Yeah. Let's make two people happy. Because one is none, and two is one, and one is none. Can so. we include my favorite spicy hot cacao in it? Okay, so let's make the the spicy hot cacao, the book, the mug, and some other goodies that we'll figure out. And maybe Terrell will pop out of a jack-in-the-box if you're yeah, single. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> On the box. Ta-da. Uh, Four Sigmatic's Instagram website? Yeah, just Four Sigmatic, F-O-U-R-S-I-G-M-A-T-I-C. Well, I should have probably picked an easier brand name, just so you know, it would have been easier. Well, if, they, if our listeners don't know about the brand by now, I don't know. Like, they must have mud in their ears because <laughs> we talk about it every day. I mean, we talk about it all the Tara, time. Tara, so. you're welcome to come back anytime you want to talk about shrooms, Santa selling shrooms, yeah. single life. I can't wait to go foraging for mushrooms with you in Finland. Yeah, you'll have to come back on so we can talk about it. What are we doing? We're going snowmobiling. Yeah, what are we doing? We're going to try to find the Northern Lights or look at the Northern Lights. Yeah, hopefully staying we'll in igloos. Class igloos. Yeah, maybe we'll come after we've had that experience and talk about we'll it. Talk about that after. I feel like you want us to be. There's an element of surprise. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, I'm not telling. I was you. Yeah, I can see his devilish grin. I was yeah. trying to get it out of him earlier when we were talking in the office, and uh, he was being very secretive. Yeah. <laughs> All I, I mean, can say this, Lauren, it's going to be a little dark over there. Yeah, it will That's be. Okay. It will be. I mean, it's definitely an. Ex, it's an. It's going to be an experience you couldn't buy even with money. It's something something special but better for worse it will be a, a, a experience you will always remember i'm so excited i'm gonna wear my mushroom necklace taro got me a mushroom necklace yeah it's so cute my, who is this by um teeny she has a brand called handle only with love and she makes these handmade jewelry you can go handle only with love.com i think she makes these like um small handmade jewelry and dream catchers and whatnot and she made a little um mushroom necklace for you it's pretty cute it's so cute you guys Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having me on again. Thank you, Terrell. Thanks, guys.
Hey guys, thank you for tuning in again. Don't forget to check out the new podcast site over at tscpodcast.com. All of the show notes from this episode and all of our other episodes can be found there. It's a really great resource that highlights all of the great people we've had on this show, all of the awesome resources they've recommended, as well as the ones that we recommended ourselves. Really easy to find stuff on that site. It also has a section for new listeners trying to get caught up to speed. So check it out at tscpodcast.com. And for those of you that just want to check out the Instagram, just check us out on Instagram at tscpodcast. We will be back next week. This episode was brought to you by Four Sigmatic, one of our favorite companies, one of our favorite sponsors. We interviewed Taro, the founder on the show multiple times. This was his second time on the show and we had to bring his brand on as a sponsor. Four Sigmatic specializes in superfoods, medicinal mushrooms, and adaptogenic herbs, and they make drinking mushrooms and superfoods delicious and easy to do with their mushroom coffees, mushroom superfood blends, and mushroom elixirs. If you're looking for a coffee alternative to switch up your caffeine intake, Four Sigmatic has the blends for you. They're all delicious. Just open a pack and add to hot water. They don't taste like mushrooms. And like always, we have a special offer just for him and her listeners. Go to foursigmatic.com forward slash skinny and enter promo code skinny at checkout for 15% off your entire order. 